Hey, you made it. There are so many things going on in the world today. You need to celebrate the fact that you took a moment to stop and listen to the word of God through this Heavenly Vision podcast. I'm sure God's going to speak to you in a way that will bless you. So let's get into it. Heavenly Vision, listen, I want to I wanna get right into this text because there's some, there's some God has been dealing with me about, um, about this house. I was telling your pastor earlier that I don't, it, it's, it's, it's uncommon because I usually don't get like this um, unless it's at Koinonia, our house in, in Texas. And, and something has been in the air and I told God, I'll just see what happens once I get here and look at you. And um, I don't take this for granted. I got to tell you, I didn't come to lie to you tonight. I didn't come to, to pump you up tonight. That's not what I, I came to tell the truth. Amen. I believe there's something that um, if you're open to it, I believe that God can do a new thing. Yeah, and you got to understand that the new thing is a new thing. It's, I'm not talking about um, new in time, but new in kind. And it may not look like anything you've seen before. You know, it's interesting. I remember I used to have a I used to have a, um, a, a Maxima, 83 Maxima. Remember the, bo- the, 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 the old school, the box, the box Maxima. That was a bad, I even had like the velvet seats. It was crazy, the plush velvet seats in it. it velvet, that's velvet. It, it was something like, well, here's what happened. That's not the point. What happened was, when I got rid of that car and got the car I have right now, if I take the keys to my, to the old Maxima, and tried to crank up my new car, it wouldn't work. Because old things don't turn on new things. And if you are a new creation for real, those old things shouldn't turn you on like they do. I want to introduce a new key to you tonight that would fit I believe that you're in a holding pattern. I believe you have gone as far as you can go. And I'm going to tell you how we can press through it. If you have Bibles, oh, and I got to say this about, as you turn to Haggai chapter 1, let me say this about your pastor. Haggai chapter 1, the first verse. Let me say this about your pastor. He, he, he can say a whole lot about what I did for him. But this man is a constant reminder for me of what, of what humility looks like. One of the strongest men I know and willingly puts himself under authority. Men of Joshua, you know that humility is strength under control. And your pastor exemplifies that in a major way. I'm a fan of this son. I love and like his wife. Hello, somebody. Some people you got to love, you don't like them. But I love and like his wife. And, and some churches I go to, it blows my mind. It's like the smaller the church, the bigger the first lady's hat is. It's the weirdest thing. You'll catch that on your way home. But, 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 but Karen has a heart for the kingdom. It, one, of the visual, one of the visuals I use for what real worship look like is when Karen sits on the floor to listen. So tonight... I'm not going to tell you anything new, but sometimes it, it helps to hear a fresh voice. And so if you have your Bibles to Haggai chapter 1, I want to read some text because without text, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's Ronnie Gorn's opinion. 
I want to I want to provide. Matter of fact, I'm not going to read all that. I'm just going to read verse starting verse seven, Haggai chapter one verse seven. When you found that, say word up. Go ahead and stand to your feet for the reading of the text. Um, we, we stand to read the word not because of our tradition or our culture. The Bible says that when Nehemiah stood at an elevated place and opened the word of God, the people stood out of honor of the word. Yes. Haggai 1 verse 7 says this. Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways, go up to the hills and, and bring wood and build the house that, that I may take pleasure in it. And that I may be glorified, says Lord. You looked for much, and behold, it came to little. And when you brought it home, I blew it away. Now watch what it's saying. Now, this is when Haggai was charged to go give a word to the politician, the priest, and the people. And the word was, listen, God, I gave you a lot to build my house, but instead of building my house, you built your house. You took gifts I gave you to build the temple, and you erected your own. And God said, so because you did that, now when you bring things to your house, I will blow them away. Why, declares the Lord of hosts, because of my house that lies in ruins. While each of you busies himself with his own house, therefore the heavens above you have withheld the dew and the earth has withheld its produce and I have called for a drought on the land and the hills, on the grain and the new wine the oil, on the on, 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 on what the ground brings forth on man and beast and all their labors. He said even the pet pit bull is going to be thirsty. He said I'm, call, I'm calling a halt on everything. So for if you give me a little time this night, I want to deal with, and this, I may talk in this tone right here the whole night, because I, I don't want you to miss a thing. I want to explore for a thought. Who's all in for real, for real? You may sit down. Who, who's all in for real? I'm real talking for real, for real. Let's, let's, let, let, let's not play. You came out on a Tuesday night. You, some of you were in the church. Let's deal with who's all in for real, for real. You may have heard the term of, of like a, of, a, of a jet stream. A jet stream is used to describe a high altitude of wind that blows off the Atlantic Ocean. It blows from west to the east. Therefore, like when I, I'm, when, when, I, when I flew here from DFW to LAX, it took me longer than what it's going to take me to fly back home. Why? Because there is, there is, a, there is a, a, a jet stream. They will push the plane forward faster going east than coming against the stream going west. Heavenly vision, you have gotten as far as you've gotten despite winds that was blowing against you that you didn't even see. That, that there is some stuff been blowing against you for the last 16 years that you didn't even see, but you kept pressing. The genesis that I want to pronounce tonight is that God is getting ready to put the wind to your backs. Now, now, he's getting ready to push you 
put the wind to your back, watch this now, in all of your houses of worship. Notice I did not say he's about to push heavenly vision because that would just keep the anointing here. I'm saying that he's going to put the wind to your back in all of your places of worship, which means wherever you worship, wherever you declare his name, wherever you lift up the banner, wherever it may be, job, playground, gym, locker room, wherever you, wherever you lift it up, God is getting ready to, to blow it. And what's going to blow your mind is that just like the flight home will be shorter than the flight here, he's going to do it faster than how you got here. Now, now listen now, but now I must prepare you for the pushing. You have to know about some call a circadian, um, a circadian, um, um, what's it called? The, what's the fancy name for jet lag? What is this called? Jet lag. You see, what happens is when you find yourself thrust into a new time zone, there's a clock within your body that's still stuck in the old time zone. And so, therefore, your body has to adjust to the new space. In a real sense, there's some, there's some issues that you have operating your new space. Here it comes. Some of you, the only reason why you're still acting like you act, you're still dating who you date, you're hanging out with friends beneath you, you're working in, in you're working aptitudes beneath your call. The only reason you're still you're still getting PO'd over small stuff, you're still petty. The only reason why is that you're still operating. According to a former time zone, you don't realize how far God has already brought you. And that is your schism. That's why you're tripping. That's why you can't sleep. That's why you don't understand what's going on. You figure, I should be enjoying this season, but for some reason I can't catch my balance. It's because you've been thrust into a new time zone. That's why you tip and don't tithe. If you realize the new season you're in, you realize you can't afford not to have a penny cursed. Um, in our text, God chose a prophet by the name of Haggai. He said, Haggai, I need you to tell the people that I see their efforts. They're building everything except my house. I need you to tell them that if they're expecting me to continue to promote, and they're going to leave my house there to be mocked, they got me twisted. He says, tell them that I need them to get back to the work I told them to do. And the Bible says in chapter 1, verse 14, that God, he used Haggai, watch this, to stir their spirit. You see, what, 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 what Haggai was going to cause them to do, it was going to take more than a motivational speech. 
It was going to take more than, than uh, um, singing and sounding the part and make this say amen. It was going to, he said, if you're going to stir the spirit, I need you to repeat after me and do not flaw from over. Now, I've got to share you that. You do know there's a difference between, between stirring the spirit and simply stirring the emotions. Come on now, Cardi B, can, can, she can stir your emotions. See, the club bangers, R.I.P., just kill the club. All that type stuff can get you emotionally vested. But when Donnie says, ask, what do you do? You've done all that you can't saying nothing. See, it's, it's, see, it's a difference between anybody single here? You see, it's going to be a difference. <laughs> you see, there are some cats that can move your emotions, but only your husband can stir your spirit. You see, when God sends him, when God sends only the husband can... The boyfriend can stir some stuff. Uh, Y'all, let me get to this text. Listen, it had been 16 years. It had been 16 years that the people were doing the bare minimum towards building the temple. 16 years. In other words, 16 years of God watching and God still hovering. 16 years since the foundation was laid. 16 years. And they've been building their house. Not How long you been here? 16 years. And now in the 16th year, God is the prophet to speak to the politician, the priest, and the people. The politician is going to be that member in your church who knows all the bylaws. See, the, the, the politician is going to be the one who knows all the bylaws and how we've always done it. And according to the bylaws, Reverend, you yeah. politician the priest is the one that knows the Lord loves the Lord have an exuberance towards the Lord but in this in this space even the priest didn't know the word so see you can have a heart for God but without the knowledge of God you'll find yourself adversarial to what God is trying to do because you can't sense it here's the deal but I'm not mad at you because your heart is in the right place. You just don't speak spirit. I told my wife, take care of oi, mascara, yeah, pero no tonto tu mañana. She said, baby, it sounds good, but what you say? I said, I love you today more than yesterday, but not as much as tomorrow. You see, I was telling her something sweet. But if she couldn't understand my language, she couldn't appreciate what I was saying. God is telling you some sweet stuff, Heavenly Vision. But if you don't understand this language, you say, it sounds good, but what does it mean? 
is, this is not an indictment on all. But he told me to come. He said, say whatever the Lord lays in your heart. And I've been thinking about this. Some of you, this past 16 years, you've been doing the minimum. Yes, you have. Yes, yes, you have. Some, 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 some. You have a, someone sitting next to you right now who don't even know the difference between a person of faith and being a gambler. What separates your faith from the gambler who's hoping he can jump a point? <laughs> what separates your faith from the gambler that says, hit me one more time so I can get 21? What? Is your faith merely wishful thinking? May I submit tonight that faith, like worship, is beyond what you say and how you live? See, don't tell me that you're faithful on your wedding day when last night at your bachelor party you had glitter on your face. Don't, 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 don't tell me that you, that you and what I need to do tonight I need to deal with some of your mental emotional tattoos you see a tattoo is intriguing see the tattoo that you have today doesn't necessarily reflect what you currently hold as priority. It's still there of where you came from, but it does not reflect your current priorities. You, ah, you got a tattoo of martini glass back in the gap. And now it looks like My point is, there's some things that's in your mind of what you think is church, what you think is a move of God. Watch this. What you think is a pastor, and it's outdated. And if you say stuck on that emotional, sinful nature tattoo, you're going to find yourself stuck in a time zone. See, the reason why, can I, can I borrow my minute for a second? See, brother, the reason why you have an issue being faithful now at 40, at 40 years old, the reason why you have a problem being faithful now is that you still have 18-year-old eyes. See, you've aged, but your eyes didn't age. Your eyes did not grow with your wife. Ain't nothing wrong with your wife. You need new spiritual 2020. Your eyes are bad. You still see. And you think, something wrong with her. No, it's your eyes. 
And any man here who's ever played a sport and had someone, had someone cheer his number or cheer his name, be careful. Because when the applause stops from the stands, you'll find yourself missing the roar of the crowd. And now, and now, and now, you won't settle for your very own cheerleader. You want fans. Y'all got to keep up with me. When the cheerleader ain't enough, you want fans. Fans who know nothing about you. By the way, wife, if you're going to be a cheerleader, be a cheerleader. Watch this now. He got a coach already. You need to make up your mind. No, I'm way off. I'm, none of this applies to nobody here. This 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 not for Let me give you let me give you the nemesis that will go against you being all in. See, because it's not just see all in and going forward, it does not come without challenges. And let me tell you the number one challenge you're gonna face is honesty. Being honest. You need to be honest. You're not being honest when you're saying you're giving everything you got to the building of this house. The devil. Be honest about it. Is it, building God's house, is this really at the top of your priority or has God become peripheral? Is God, he's in, the, he's in the picture, you're just not focused on him. Peripheral. Are you really doing everything you can to advance the kingdom on earth through heavenly vision? I mean, for real, for real? The text says, if you go back and read for homework, verses 1 through 7, it says that they had everything they needed. It was evident because of how they build their own houses. God said, your house has new panels and mine is in ruins. God becomes peripheral when you sit down and strategize exactly what do I need to do to grow this business? How do I grow this business? How do I maximize my bottom line? How do I get this promotion? How? When the last time you gave that much thought into the ministry you serve on here? When you sit back and say, well, God, how do I advance my greatest ministry? How do I get the parking better? How do I, am I giving you this for free? Listen, I see, I see 3,000 plus people every week. Let me tell you what, what each one of them have one ministry. Everyone has one ministry in common. We have several, but every member has one ministry in common. Are you ready for it? Before you get out of your car, on a Sunday or Wednesday night, you hear me, Heavenly Vision? Before... Hear me. Do you, are you listening? Before you get out of your car, your question, your request of God is, God, show me the me before I met you. 
before you exit your vehicle, and I'm not just talking about on Sunday, by the way, before you go to work, the grocery store, God, show me the me before I met you. You'd be shocked what you used to look like. Say, God, when, and show me what I need to do to get him to where I am with you today. You want to you wanna, you wanna triple this church? Go find you. And when you find, watch this now, and when you come to church, not the predicate, so you're looking good tonight, but when the old you, I'm talking when that 2005s you come, when, when, that, when, that, when that 93 you come, I'm looking, when that 83 you come. Find, when, when that one comes to church, woe to you with your sedated self not to speak and welcome you. You're missing this. When you see something that looks like the old you, that should be the first person you go and greet. Who are you? The brother smelled like he said good morning, you got a contact. But who are you? To chastise him and turn and move your kids. He at church. And God providentially put him right next to you. Why of all these seats? God happens to put how do you even know what weed smell like? And when the sister comes, maybe her skirt. And saw her knees since the Great Depression. I don't know. But who are you to turn your nose up at? This girl, according to her, she's dressed nice for church. She don't know church etiquette. She just made her way to church. At least she's at church. And some of you have unmitigated goal, Karen, to say, you know, she's trying to, she want my husband. You don't even want your husband. How you, what you talking? What you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you, what are you talking? And because when they come, when they come, they don't know. They're looking for a friend. They don't know, and you may be the only person to ever look at them, pass them, and say, good morning, good to see you. We you sit there, sit with us. Come back next week, find me. You may be the only person to love them for free. For free. And when, and when, and everywhere you go, there's a you in the room somewhere. How? How is someone come to serve you? You leave a tip without asking them what church they go to. You, you're so thankful to people for what they do. You're so thankful you don't bother to invite them to your church. Oh, that was free. Be honest. <laughs> Oh, okay, Lord. 
I got to help. I've heard some people tell me, preacher, I, I just can't afford to tithe. Now, before you get uncomfortable with that word tithe, it's in, it intrigues me how people pontificate. I'm tired of, oh, I'm tired of hearing about money in church. And it blows my mind because, well, that's the main thing you pray about. You keep asking God to make a way financially, to breathe on your money, make you get more money than month. You keep, but every time the preacher talks about it, you turn it off. How under heaven are you wanting God to intervene on something that you don't want to hear about? That was free. Let me help you out on top of it. The, the junior, they say, I can't afford to tithe. My response is, if you tithe first, you wouldn't know if you couldn't afford to tithe or not. Is that too much? I lost my man's right there. How do you know you can't tie? What you may can't afford, you may can't afford to drive what you drive or live where you live or what or whether have you have, you have, but 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 tithing, you should never discover you can't oh, tithe. You can't tithe. God has blessed you beyond your ability to obey. I've actually had somebody say, you know what you realize how much money I make? Priest, I can't write that. I've actually had someone for you numbers. So God bless you beyond your ability to obey. Money. Mammon. Your master. <laughs> you want to be vested in heavenly, in heavenly vision? Put your treasure here. I'm in the Bible. For where your treasure goes, your heart goes also. That's just the truth. And, and the thing I've discovered is it's not about finances. I mean, it, it, it's, really, it's, it's really not about money. It, it really isn't. See, there's, there's what y'all have done so far, this ain't nothing to sneeze at people. And this does not reflect your giving. This reflects God's grace. Oh, you ain't going to say nothing. But this, this ain't, you, you don't got to tell me. I know y'all ain't gave enough to get this. But two or three of y'all put on your knees saying, God, it ain't enough, but breathe on it, God. And guess, it's, it's, it's. another nemesis is comparing. In Haggai, in Haggai chapter 2, the third verse, it says, Who is left among you who saw this house in its former glory? How do you see it now? Is it as nothing in your eyes? You see, some people, they can't appreciate this because they're comparing it to something else. And, every, and listen, let me share something with you. You can never appreciate what you're looking at if you're comparing it to what you remember. And the memory is a funny thing. The memory oftentimes, oftentimes blurs the lines of what reality was. 
don't say nothing, look straight ahead. Don't you look to the left or the right. But, but you entertain some DMs from high school. You, somebody hits you. know, it goes down the DM. And, and some, somebody hits you up from your past. And you forgot why y'all broke up. And so now you compare your past to your present, and you think about forfeiting your present for your past. When you lean with your past long enough, now you're reminded why this your past. It's a reason why. Y'all, y'all okay? And he's, and God is saying, don't look at what you remember. Don't compare it to that. Look at what I'm doing now. Because something I found profound is this, that despite them not being all in, God still left the foundation. Isn't that something? That despite them not honoring God, he made the foundation so solid that even if even they, even they not build walls or ceiling, he said, I'm going to leave my foundation. Ooh, where's the foundation of this house? Because I know that y'all would not be here, and it don't take a, it don't take a bunch of them, but there's about seven of y'all in this room. That because of you, this house is still standing. Want we all in? The good news is, in verse 9 of chapter 2, God says, the latter glory of this house shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts, and in this place I will give peace, declares the Lord of hosts. God is saying that in the new house, it's going to be greater than the glory of the last and watch what, and then here's what you got to look behind the text. Behind the text will tell you that when God does it this time, he's going to do it off less resources. Preacher, where did you see it in the text? Because the first time God did it, he sent Nehemiah, and Nehemiah had the finance of the king. Nehemiah had all he did, but when you do it this time, he said the first time, I made it too easy for you. He said, the first time I gave in to your tears. But this time, you're going to do more with less. I'm talking about more with less. I'm saying your banking ain't going to make sense. Listen, you're going to do more tired than you did when you had energy. What he does this time, what he does this time, when God do it this time, it ain't, you ain't going to hesitate. You ain't going to be ashamed. You're going to say, had God not been on my side, had it not been for God, God did this one. Not my, not my wit. Not my finances, not my connection, not my network, not my, not my mama, not my dad, not my wife. Had it not been for God, God going to find some of y'all in the mud. God going to find you in the mud. This is, he going to find you where people can't see you. He going to find you. 
God never lost a sheep. Never, not one. Even when sheeps run away and get caught in briars, when cougars are searching, when wolves are circling, you got to know that God has a rod and a staff. Shoot, man. The staff is a guide. The rod is a statue. It's a hook on the end. Because, see, God wants to tap you to get you right. But there's a hook on it that when you can't give in to the tapping, he'll put that hook around you and he'll the text don't y'all don't y'all limit God based on the account balances he's gonna do more with less and, he, and, he, and the latter glory gonna be better you see okay 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 I gotta get this part them, them raise up out of here I got some stuff to say um, um, how many of you guys ever received a check in the mail? Some money. Y'all ain't smiling. Y'all playing with me. Some, okay. Did you thank the mailman? Just help mailman thank I so appreciate. What's your name? What's your birthday, cub? <laughs> or did you just take the money and, and open it when they joined? You never did... Because sometimes, well, I know what you're thinking. Well, that's his job. He's supposed to deliver the mail. I mean, he don't get no additional kudos doing what he's supposed to do. You see, that's how we look at this man right here. Doing his job. He's supposed to do what he do. You don't even know the job of a pastor. You could not write that description down. And many times, the reason why he's not honored is because he oftentimes extends the blood that's not extended back towards him. Because that's what he he'll, 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 he'll preach it. I mean, don't preach this. Who's not a priest in the room? His, his gift is here. But yours, but what's your, what, what is your... Kingdom contribution. Can I, talk to, can I talk to my people, man? What? Um, did the Holy Spirit call y'all here? I mean, don't answer too quick. But I think you really need to ask yourself the question, did God Whisper to my soul that heavenly vision is where I'm to serve. Did it come? It should have been like you walked those doors and your body met your spirit. It should have been something that happened that when you walked in there, it's something you can't explain it, but you, that's, that's home and that guy's not just a pastor. He he seems spiritually paternal towards me. If that was not your experience, you should not come back here another Sunday. 
Help me, Holy Ghost. Because you're doing yourself and this house a disservice by worshiping in a place where God did not tell you to go. Go and bless your church. Go find your pastor. Right now, you're taking up parking spaces and seats. That's reserved for people who've been called here. Y'all ain't going to like me this evening. The fact of the matter is this. Pastor James Ray Taylor is the only one in this room who can't leave if, if he wants to. He's the only one that can't leave when he wants to. Not in be a real prophet, not in be a real man of God, because God, he's been assigned. You chose to be here. It's close to my house. My, my, my grandmama went to that church. The girl I'm hollering at go to that church. If God didn't call you here, though, woman or man of God, then go find where your, go find where your heart is. Listen, you're in the way, and I mean that in the most humble way, and I say it in love. I'm saying if you go find where you're supposed to be, it's going to be a great thing for you and your family. But if this is not it, this will be your last time here. Come visit. Just take your name off the road. You're one less person for him to have to worry and pray about. Um, okay, man. Now, this was a conversation that I wasn't sure if we were to have one-on-one or here in this forum. Stand up. Paul said to the people, he said, Paul said, I wish I would go and be with the Lord, for that is what I desire. He said, but that wouldn't be good for y'all. He said, so I'll stay for your sake. Even though I'd rather be with the Lord, Paul said, I have an option to leave. But if I leave, what about y'all? I sense that you are aware of a truth. And the truth is that you can do bigger and physically better than this house. The first time I seen you preach, I saw greatness around you. The first time I ever heard you preach. When you came to Cornelia to our church, you weren't even preaching. He just got up. I just told him to go pray. He got the microphone, and the Lord in the spirit hit him. And when this man opened his mouth, he killed the entire room. You don't understand. It's something, a clarion something went through the entire room. And I said, oh, my God. I'm too scared of God to lie. You can do better physically, so things can be a lot more easier. And it's a challenge when you know it 
and you come to a place where they're not all in. No one in the room will ever have more fire than you. They're not supposed to. Your standard is not to look out and see your heart. You're not going to see it. You're not going to see your heart. But what you see here is a people that God loves so much that he packed all of your gifts, all of those things. He, he, he put them in your socks, into your flesh. He, he pressed them into you and he handcrafted you and, 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 and put you under a granddaddy. And, put you, and, God, and God brought you and placed you in this place that can barely hold you. Don't be like the kite that said to the string, I wish I didn't have you holding me back. If I didn't have you holding me back, I'll soar. Because the kite didn't realize that that string was giving it stability and enabling it to fly. These people... They're not where you see them, but I promise you, sir, you come in this building with your eyes closed and your heart open because I don't want no, nothing I don't want to distract you from this call of greatness. Because listen, there's going to come a time when everything that God has pressed down, is, see, there's a spring inside of you, and it's been holding down. It's going to come a time where everything he's pressed in front of you and down in you, it's going to spring up. And when it springs up, this building can't hold the call, sir. And so when I'm sharing with you, God has heard you. God knows your heart. And these people love you. They just know how to show you as much as they're supposed to. But God would deal with them. And when I'm telling y'all, woe to a people. Woe to a people who don't honor the gift God has brought to the house. This man should never, this man should never come to that driveway without three men standing up making sure he gets to the door safely. Woe to the house. He should have to beg for nothing. It's hard enough. We tell you the truth. Just I'm giving you some RT, real talk. If the Lord released me, I'd hire him tomorrow and give him six figures. Just on gift alone. You got to hear what I'm saying. This man's been called to you. This man has a vision for this house, y'all. And this is not a democracy. With your voting self. This ain't a democracy. Watch it because don't, no one bleeds like this man bleeds. The devil is like, no, there's not a soul in this house. Who hurts like this man hurts. And for the love of God, I don't understand, but you're going to get there. There should have been 12 people when this man shed a tear, should have stood with him and said, Pastor, I'm all in. He needs to see who's all in with him for real. You're missing this.
the latter glory of this house shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, declares the Lord of hosts. As the Lord leads, just pray as the Lord leads. As the Lord leads, offer them up to heaven. As the Lord leads. Pray from your heart and not your head, by the way. Holy Spirit, lead us to the throne of Jesus. You're the one our heart longs for. Now, therefore, thus says the Lord, consider your ways. Consider. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory. For the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Why should the nation say, where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They, they have mouths, but do not speak eyes, and they do not see. They have ears, but do not hear, noses, but do not smell. They have hands that do not feel, feet that do not walk, and they do not make a sound in the throat. Those who make them become like them. O Israel, trust the Lord. He is our help and our shield. He's our house of Aaron. Trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is your help and their shield. Heavenly Vision, I need you to hear my heart on something tonight. When a doctor performs a surgery, notice that it's not crowded full of people. There can't be a lot of people in a place that's sterile because one inadvertent sneeze could put the one being operated on in jeopardy. Hear me. God may have to thin out some stuff. He may have to prune this house nor to grow this house. That's okay. That's, that's, a, that's okay. Remember these days. Remember this night. Because what you see right now, you know everybody here, but that's not going to be the case. Remember this sweet spot. There's going to come a time when you wish you knew everybody's name. Remember this season. This is a sweet season. The reason why you got to be solid, watch this now. When he sat at the table around the 12, it was easy to spot Judas because there was not a crowd. Wow. Right now, God is letting you identify who's Judas. Judas is going to be Judas. And God will get glory from Judas. 
remember this night because everyone here, you need to make your vow to God tonight. It's not a vow to Pastor Taylor. It's a vow to the God that sent him. And you, got, you have to decide what your all-in looks like. Watch this now. Your all-in starts at home. When I say all-in, brother, I'm not saying be all-in. I'm saying start holiness at home. If you change home, God will change church. But you got to change home. You got to stop looking like You got to stop being this profile pic for social media and be real. See, profile pics are filtered. They're not real. And we come to church with our very best filter on. This ain't Christian mingle. This is church. You ain't coming a date. You're doing life with God and life with each other. And you need to make up your mind. Matter of fact, every soul in the room, think of one place where God, I've been holding back in this one area. But tonight, I'm giving, I'm giving you that too. I'm going to give you that too, Lord. And watch what God does, y'all. Adam, watch what, I'm, I'm not telling you what I heard, but I'm telling you what he did for me. Ain't a soul in this room can match my sinful resume. Not a soul. I messed around and fell in love with Jesus, though. I'm talking about fell in love with him, man. I'm not, I'm, this was no crush. It was not temporary. I fell in, I could not believe that that type of love that a daddy never showed me, a God would. How can a distant deity love me more than an earthly father? And when I fell in love with him, it changed everything. You want to know how to get this church to break through? Fall in love with him. I'm talking about for real. Because you fall in love with him, giving ain't going to be a problem. Serving won't be a problem. Pray. People, I'm telling you, I, I stream, I watch y'all. Y'all got the sauce here. It's that worship, we could have worshiped for another hour. Y'all got the sauce. I'm telling you, there are major mega ministries who wish they had this. But this is your night right here. This is your do-over right here. Are we going to stay here or go public? God has kept y'all private for a reason. Hear me now. You have been a secret to L.A. God is getting ready to go public with this house. And it's going to, everybody you meet from this point forward, every soul you meet is potential member of this house. Every soul that you meet, man, when you go to church, since when you go to church, you got to come check my church out. Whereas I never heard of, don't worry about it. A lot of people have them, but come on anyway. You see this right here? Did you see these babies out there worshiping? Oh my goodness. I saw young men standing up. People, I didn't know if I was going to be able to preach just for watching the babies. I see strong men standing up, hands uplifted. The warriors go first. God had a different way of fighting. You do know that in, the, that in Bible times when the, when the people of God went to fight, he sent the praisers first. Why would you sit in the praisers before a sword is swung? Because the battle was already won. The minute you worship him, the minute you praise him, the, the sword, that's going to happen. Oh, and let me say this before I sit down. Every woman 
man, boy, girl, hear me. Goliath was not David's to fight. That was Saul's giant to fight. David should have never had to fight Goliath. You may have to fight your daddy's Goliath. You may have to fight your mama's Goliath. Whatever generational Goliath has been playing your family, it needs to stop with you. You say, whatever you see in your family, if divorce runs your family, divorce is not your option. Some Goliaths, it's not yours, but you got to kill it. Because if you don't kill it, guess who's going to have to fight it? Woe to y'all. If another preacher got to come in 30 years and preach the same message to them that y'all didn't receive. I got three sons, biological sons. And you know what my heart's desire is? For me to live the type of life that when they say their last name, somebody say, is Pastor going to dad? And they say yes. And they get favor based on who they are in me. My heart's desire is some jobs they get is not based on their criteria, not, not based on their eligibility or relation with their dad. Be the type man. Be the woman. That when people find out who's connected to you, because you, you might be raised in Mephibosheth and not know it, and, and, that, and, and, and their, their only chance is your favor you get with the king. This is the word of God for the people of God. Hear it and be saved. Put your hands together. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Mm. Mm. I love you, son. Love you, boy. Yes, sir. Understanding that he was going to challenge me in a way. In a way that I, I, I didn't want to face. Because there are many things I, I, would, I would really desire. Not just to say that I have them, but because I know it. God can do it. And my, that's, I thank God for every one of you. I thank God for every one of you. 
have wrestled with and and we're going to pray together but I wrestled with the reality that many of the spaces and my wife and, and Pastor DeMarcus Deacon Deidre Deacon, Deacon Michael they can attest to the fact that there have been doors like recently countless doors shut in our face and I had to wrestle I had to wrestle with God why like we, we stuff is in place we got the right people making the phone calls why why can't we get this building and so we hear the word of the Lord from the man of God and so we got to do this thing together and as we prepare our house he'll prepare his so we're going to do our part. Amen. Thank you for coming. I am so proud of you. I am so proud of you. Y'all in your shirts and y'all showed up and sacrificed being at the house and being with the kids and sacrificed your normal routine to be in here. Are you glad you came? Do you feel like you invested your night wisely? I'm not, listen, I'm not asking you to start a, I'm not asking you to restart pastor's appreciation. <laughs> I'm not asking you to, you know, to, to lose your mind. Um, but what he said, what he, what he said is, is important because as I confess to you, as we're going to pray together and leave, as I confess to you, my pastor is being honest about and I, as I, I'm honest with you, doctor, I've, it's as if in certain ways in this venue, I've become immune to honor. And I need God to resensitize my heart. I need God to resensitize my heart. Because I've been so used to doing things and not, not just not expecting it, but not desiring it. And so I need God to resensitize my heart so that I can be who I need to be for you now and even in the future. And so I ask God that he would resensitize all of our hearts. Amen. So that, that we have... <laughs> As my, as my sister Lynette would say, so that we manage our expectations for each other. So, I love you, okay? <laughs> That's my other mother back there, and I love her too. <clears throat> so, we're going to... Uh, Dr. Goins has some of his books here. I know he doesn't have enough for everybody, but um, he has some... He would love to shake hands and, and, and engage with everybody before he leaves. Um, listen to me. This, I told y'all Sunday that I knew his pastor. And I actually do know his pastor. But I didn't know that his pastor was who his pastor was. 
And so I, I'm not even going there, but there is true apostolic succession here. That man lays his hand on him and he lays his hand on me. And we got a family. Heavenly Vision, y'all don't know how big our family is. Y'all don't, y'all don't know, we're one degree of separation from all of Christendom. What, whoever you consider the grace of all Christendom, we're one degree of separation. We can, we can call our pastor and our pastor can call them. And say, let's move in the spirit on behalf of heavenly vision. I couldn't pay for this stuff. I couldn't, I couldn't arrange this with all the networking in the world. It's God. And so we're going to let God be God. Amen. Amen. You good, girl? All right. Say anything. Okay. Uh, Stand, stand. Grab hands. Um, I want. Um, I want our pastors and their wives to come. I want our, our elders and uh, our ministers, all our pastoral leaders, and, and your spouses, c- come, come, come here to the altar. Uh, this, this is our front line. Uh, uh, Dr. Gomes, I want you to just to close us out. Pray for us. Um, this is our front line. This is our front line. Come on, doctor. This is our front line. I just want you to pray for us. Yeah, we don't, we don't need, we, I mean, we don't need no music. <laughs> we all right. We all right. <laughs> and here, here's the thing. Um, doctor, I'm vesting a lot into them. Only because now I, now I understand why, uh, because of what God is calling me to do, it will be necessary that that I that I stop micromanaging and allowing them to do just what God has called them to do. Some of them are are even frustrated in their call. I'm con- confessing to my pastor. Some of them are frustrated in their call because I have not properly released them, or trained them and taught them how to do it. Because I've been so used to doing it myself. And so, uh, can you just pray for us? And, and, and then pray for everybody and dismiss us however you, you feel. And, and he, he didn't, and I was fine with him. Uh, I don't um, market who my pastor is and my, my dad in ministry. But um, my, my father in ministry and my pastor is Thomas Dexter Jakes. And um, he, um, he knew I was coming here. And so when, when he tell you about that, call, that phone call, that connection, and generally getting literally thousands and thousands of people praying for his house, that's who he was talking about. And so as I'm looking, and brother, I've been there, um, and you, you, you got to let it go. And you got to understand there's more than one right way. And sometimes not all, it's not always um, JT way. It's the only right way, okay? Um, but that also means, guys, you got to prove you, you got to be worthy of it. Um, it don't have to be exactly how he wants it, but it needs to be it would be your definition of excellence, right? Um, as a pastor, um, do you, you guys have heard of, of Robert Morris, um, Gateway Church? 
Well, um, 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 he's a good friend as well. And Robert was telling me over lunch, he said that he, he was elected one of the, uh, the top business, uh, top most influential men in America, right? And so he went to this resort. And it's beautiful resort. I'm talking about the grass was manicured. The building was immaculate. They took him down this long hall. And this long hall had this, had this glass, this, this glass that overlooked all of the acres. Beautiful. And so he stood there, and the guy asked him, said, Matt, Pastor Morris, what do you see? Pastor Morris looked out of the window and looked at the guy, looked out of the window, looked at the guy. He said, do you want me to be honest? The guy said, yes. He says, I see a smudge right here that needs to be clean. <laughs> and as God says, every influential leader that they've ever brought saw the same smudge. What makes you great, what makes you great is not your ability to look over the smudge. It's to see the smudge, acknowledge the smudge, and do something about it. I need all y'all, every, y'all, everyone touch someone here. If you're out there, to make sure you're holding hands. I want to pray for the house. And as with every head bowed and every eye closed and looking, God, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, for those that are standing, God, as they're squeezing each other's hand, God, that they squeeze support in those hands. As they're squeezing hands, God, let them squeeze a, I got your back into that hand. As they're squeezing hands, God, let them squeeze that I'm all in, and I hope you are too, into those hands, God. Let them squeeze second, third, fourth chances into those hands. Let them squeeze some you are worthy because God said you're worthy into those hands. Let them squeeze I'm your brother, I'm your sister. Let them squeeze I'm praying for your babies. Let them squeeze that finances is not favor. Let them squeeze it's going to be okay. Let them squeeze you are not alone. Let them squeeze that you are strong and powerful, victorious. Let them squeeze authority into those hands in the name of Jesus. Let them squeeze all fruit of the Spirit into those hands in the name of Jesus. God, I pray to drip on this house, oh God, in the mighty master's name of Jesus. God, may they drip honey of your word, God. And I pray, God, that every soul that walks through those doors, that also nobody that walks through those doors, that walks through those doors, oh God, I pray they know that this is a place where the living God dwells, God. And I pray that lives are transformed, yokes are broken, God. Sicknesses are healed, God. God, take heavenly vision public in the name of Jesus, God. I pray this church, God, they're confident in what you do in transforming lives that they not keep you secret, oh God. That every Sunday is Easter Sunday in this house. And we thank you in Jesus' name. We won't wait for certain times of the year, God. We won't be a, a church or program. We program churches, God. And we pray they birth churches, God. Birth pastors, birth ministries, God. And God, with the efforts with the city, touch the city officials. Touch the mayor. Touch the zoning committees, God. Wake them up right now, God. Put heavenly vision on their mind that a church they ain't heard of, but when they do hear it, they'll say, I dreamt about that church, God. I pray, God, start making the school a reality, God. God, the place, this place cannot hold the growth. God, make ways to have a new building in the name of Jesus, God. And I pray, God, that they cannot, that they never be able to explain how you did it, God. That they can't trace the favor. It just happened, God. Help them stay in prayer position God to receive in the name of Jesus God not just at church at their home addresses God raise up faithful husbands God ways of submissive and loving and praying wives God ways of obedient children in the name of Jesus God I pray God that this is the house that who's ever connected to it 
reflect your Shekinah. In Jesus' name, we love you. Thank you. Worship, submit, and surrender. Everybody believe it. Say amen. Come on. Oh, that's all you got? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Y'all playing with me. I said, that's all you got? If God going to turn this thing around, is that all you got? I'm saying it's increased 2019. You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen the good. 2019, but to rock your world. And it is so. Somebody shout, it's already done. Come on, do you believe that shout is already done? I hope you were blessed by that word. Now, as you go back to doing whatever you need to do, remember this. God loves you, and we love you too. Let's stay connected. Visit us at hvcla.com.